this Monday, September 16th, 2019, Born the Battle, brought to you by the Department of Veterans Affairs, the podcast that focuses on inspiring veteran stories and puts a highlight on important resources, offices, and benefits for our veterans. I am your host, Marine Corps veteran Tanner Iskra. This is the bonus episode for those 100 ratings and reviews. For the better part of six months, we promoted this content, held it ransom, and you delivered. So this is your thank you. And just so we're clear, in the in the end, you didn't pay me. You paid our veteran brothers and sisters by getting this show higher up in the Apple Podcast algorithms. And since this took six months, we even have more content to add to this episode. And this was the review that put us over. This comes from Nikki FNG and Judd AB. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the rest. It's all just, this is from Alphabet. Great. I just found out about your podcast yesterday. I really enjoy it. I have been out of the Marines for almost 15 years now. And feel very disconnected sometimes. Your show reminded me, once a Marine, always a Marine. And I'm starting to get involved in the local veterans group. Keep up the great work. Uh, Nikki FNG, if there was a perfect review to put us over that 100 threshold, that is the one. Because that's exactly what I've been trying to do. I wanted to bridge the gap between military veterans and civilians. I wanted to educate VA employees on their customer base. I wanted to promote advocacy initiatives through the voice of veterans. I wanted to inspire and educate transitioning veterans with positive stories. And I wanted to inform listeners about new information from the VA as it's released. So again, Nikki FNG, thank you for helping confirm that I am doing that. Semper Fidelis. So it's Monday, but late Monday as of this drop. Uh, I was going to get this bonus out early, but last night I was invited to a private screening for Roadside Attractions, The Last Full Measure. Um, I first heard about this film at the Military Influencer Conference, and to be honest, I completely missed about 75 to 85% of that movie. I thought it was a college film or something, and I was finally able to make it in after a couple meetups, and when I walked in, I saw Samuel L. Jackson on the screen. I saw... Samuel L. Jackson, Peter Fonda, William Hurt, Dale Die, and the guy who played Winter Soldier. Uh, Is it Sebastian Stan? Let me me Google quick. Sebastian Stan. And I walked in on the Medal of Honor presentation of the film. And at that point, I totally regretted missing the whole thing. But I want to thank We Are the Mighty, the producer, and the PJ technical director for putting the screen, for putting that screening on or I never would have even heard about this movie up until this point. So I went to the screening with the director and the technical advisor on Sunday night at the Air Force Association Convention, which is going on right now in D.C. And that's why this episode, although it's a bonus, is the reason you didn't get it at like 4 a.m. Eastern time. The last full measure is about Air Force PJ Bill Pitsenbarger and the men that worked for 34 years to upgrade his Medal of Honor. And it comes out on January 17th, I think. And we're going to get the technical advisor. His name is John Pagini. He's a uh, he's the vice president of the PGA Association. He's a hard charger, and we're going to get him on the show. Speaking of the Military Influencer Conference, it wrapped up last week. 
And if you don't know what that is, go listen to Curtez Riggs, which is episode 159. There was way more to the conference than what I experienced. So instead of running my suck, I decided to plop down a mic and ask the first dozen folks who walked by who they are, what they did, and what they learned at the 2019 Military Influencer Conference. So here are their testimonies. So my name is Dan Biga. I served in the Marine Corps from 2011 to 2016. Transitioned uh, in 2016, moved to Chicago, which is where I uh, was a high school teacher for, uh, for a year. Then I got an opportunity to, to move out to D.C. and work for Deloitte, worked for Deloitte for about two years, and I recently just joined an organization called With Honor. It's a cross-partisan organization that supports principled veterans in Congress. Um, so I came to the MIC because I am a city leader for Bunker Labs, which is a national nonprofit that supports veteran and military spouse entrepreneurs. Um, you know, I think the, the best thing about an event like the MIC is that you have lots of different different types of people that come to this, um, and everyone brings a unique experience to the table. Um, and I think blending those unique experiences really creates an environment where anybody that comes into this type of environment really feels empowered to, uh, to go out and, and do whatever they want. Uh, hi, I'm Rita Hicks, and I am the spouse of a retired Army Special Forces soldier. He did 22 years, and I did eight of those years with him. And uh, I actually came to the Military Influencer Conference as a competitor in the Street Shares Foundation pitch competition, which I just won with my company, Gotspot. We are an Airbnb concept, but for businesses who need to borrow all kinds of business space like a yoga studio or a warehouse or an office, whatever it is your business needs uh, from another local business for short periods of time. And uh, we just found out last night that we won $15,000, which is super exciting. And uh, I haven't actually gotten to see much of the conference because I've been pitching, but getting to be here and reconnect, it, uh, I learned... Well, rather, I was reminded just how deeply connected our military spouse community is and how there for each other we are, um, both professionally and on an interpersonal level, because I got to spend my whole day yesterday watching connections being made and problems being solved just on the fly between sessions, which is incredible. Hi, my name is Lily Dagdag. I run my website design business, SiteBiz, with my twin sister, Patricia. I was a military spouse for seven years, although I guess I'm a military spouse forever, but technically I was an active duty military spouse for seven years. Uh, I have a passion project, Operation Site Launch, which works with military entrepreneurs who are looking to get started in business, and we provide them with website design services. And my main reason for coming to MIC was just to meet more people, tell them about it, tell them about my passion and trying to show uh, people within the military community that entrepreneurship is a valid path for them, especially, you know, with the constant moves and the gaps in your resume. Why not just go into business for yourself? That's why I did it. And it's worked out fine for me. Um, and I'm definitely learning a lot of things here, especially the fact that 50-50 is not a good split for a business. But when you're a twin, 50-50 is automatic. <laughs> so, you know, that's kind of what we did. And it looks like we still have some growing and learning to do even after being in business for this long. Um, but I've definitely had a great time here. Hi, um, my name is Anu Lockhart. Um, I'm a realtor. I... Um, is that 
Army veteran. I was in the military um, between 2010 and 2014. Um, I came here to this conference to um, learn more about real estate and um, focus more on helping veterans. Um, what I what I'm taking from this is is it ways to better my business and also um, being here has kind of made me think about more um, nonprofit work when it comes to veterans, not just, you know, real estate obviously and selling homes and um, making money, just ways to kind of give back to veterans and and better help our community. Uh, my name is Jerrian Wiesberg, and I'm the founder of Military Mama Network. We support our troops, veterans, and their families. I'm not a veteran, but I came from two of them, and I got two siblings, and my son is currently serving in the Army. I came to Mike because my buddy Mark Green was talking about it and another friend. I thought they'd be here. They're not. Uh, what I love about it is, I mean, the workshops are phenomenal, but the networking and meeting like super cool people is absolutely, absolutely the best part of it. And I will be watching videos, I don't know, for like the next year or so. Thanks. All right. So my name is Rod Rodriguez. Uh, I am a U.S. Army Reserve Warrant Officer. Uh, currently serving, 10 years active, five years now uh, reserve. And why did I come to the MIC? I've heard it called the MIC, I've heard it called the Mike. Not really sure which is which, but uh, I'm here because I've had a great experience with Bunker Labs, WeWork. I was a veterans in residence. Uh, my business, ClearCommo Studios, we're an audio production company here in DC. So I came here primarily to meet other veterans, uh, promote the uh, format of podcasting, of course, and to talk about the transition from not just the military to business, but really going from not non-business owner to business owner, which is a jarring transition in and of itself. Uh, what am I walking out of here with? I'm walking out of here with a profound sense of respect for all the people who make that jump, who make that leap from non-business owner to business owner. It is a huge jump. It is one of faith. It is one of money. It is one of endurance. It is not easy. Uh, I tell people all the time, becoming an entrepreneur is easy uh, simply because you just go get a business license. Running a business is hard. That is the hard part, running it or correctly, being successful and measuring your own success. So that's, that's what I'm getting out of this whole experience. Hi, I am Latrice Huff, founder of Talent Stays. I'm also a military spouse of an active duty soldier in the Army, and I am having such a great time at MIC. I am here to meet people, really see how I can better serve the community and really advocate for military spouse employment and really employing our veterans as well. I tell you, the best thing that I learned really was a LinkedIn tip. <laughs> Very, it was a lot of practical tips or a couple of things and really about the LinkedIn feature which is to like connect to those around you and I was in the class and like instantly I had 41 new LinkedIn connections and then to definitely follow up. Everyone here is very anxious to help and serve the community and then making sure that I um, really feed those connections and build those relationships. 
My name is Catherine Monet, and I'm the CEO of the National Coalition for Homeless Veterans. I'm here at the MIC because one of the things that I've realized in our years of work on homelessness is that nobody can do it alone. The federal government can't do it alone, state and local governments can't do it alone, and NCHV certainly can't do it alone either. So I'm here looking for new partners to help us advance our work in terms of affordable housing, in terms of employment for veterans, and in terms of access to other services and, you know, things to fill the gap. Uh, hey everyone, my name is Jocelyn Joseph. I'm the ticketing manager at GovX.com. GovX.com is the largest uh, e-commerce company for military veterans, law enforcement, and government employees. Uh, we came to make to learn about the veteran community, entrepreneurs, military spouses, and nonprofits that help uh, our community, our demographic. Uh, we learned quite a bit. We learned about military spouses leading the charge in entrepreneurship. We learned a lot about uh, veteran entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs and the ingenious ways they're coming up with new business. Uh, and we learned about how nonprofits are coming up with incredible ways to help the military family. And we're proud to be here, proud to represent GovX, and proud to be part of the military community. It means a lot to me as a, as a Marine veteran of four years and an Iraq War veteran as well. So to come out here and see veterans going outside that bubble and rising to heights we've never seen, it means a lot to us in the GovX community. Hi, my name is Steve Weintraub, and I'm the Chief Strategy Officer for Veteran Tickets Foundation, VetTix. We're a nationwide nonprofit, and what we do is we get donated event tickets to sporting events, concerts, family events, anything where there's an event ticket. And we turn around and we distribute them to service members, um, to include guard and reserve veterans, and we've opened it up to first responders. And uh, here at MIC, because it's a great, uh, it, it, it's a great conference. There's a lot to learn. Uh, collaborations among other entrepreneurs, veteran service organizations, and great organizations that want to support the military and veteran community. Some, some really great breakout sessions, a lot of good uh, discussions and gleaning about entrepreneurship, opportunities, uh, how to influence your audience. Being a, uh, a Marine veteran, I just recently retired from the Marine Corps Reserves after 32 years. Uh, it, it's great to be with my fellow veterans and service members as a way to collaborate and engage. So uh, real, we love coming to MIC and uh, we'll be back next year. Hi, my name is Alicia Ober. I am a Gold Star wife. I lost my husband uh, 16 years ago in a helicopter crash. And I came because I'm wanting to start a business uh, called Love Over Loss. And it aims to reduce the impact of isolation that people feel after they lose a loved one. Unfortunately, I know all about loss and how easy it is to isolate yourself after you lose a spouse or a parent or a sibling. I have lost all of those. And it's so easy to isolate yourself and feel like you're all alone and nobody can understand your loss. And through community, uh, you can find yourself again. You can find a purpose. And that's really what my organization is going to do, is to try to get people together, be outside, um, do things together, and uh, know that you're not alone. Um, I wanted to be a part of this community and I'm so amazed at how willing everybody is to help each other and come together and connect and that's really what we all need. Um, we don't need uh, to compete against each other, we need to collaborate. We need to make those authentic connections so that we can build each other up and support one another. And I'm really happy that I took the leap of faith and checked this conference out for the first time. Um, 
I learned so many things at this conference. I've learned all about the different ways that you can use social media to not only connect with an audience, but also um, and help empower them. Um, I've learned uh, about different organizations that are really out there trying to do what it is I'm trying to do is create communities and help each other, help support each other. Um, and I've learned that there are also organizations that want, really are trying to bridge the gap between the veteran community and the civilian population. And that's so inspiring to see because, you know, the rate of suicides among veterans is so high and everything that anyone can do to help out and you know help make that number lower let's let's not be alone let's let's help people out reach out if you see that someone's in trouble i served in vietnam i served in world war ii i served in afghanistan and va serves us all no matter when you served no matter if you saw combat or not there are benefits for veterans of every generation see what va can do for you to learn what benefits you may be eligible for, visit www.va.gov. That's www.va.gov. want to thank all 12 of those in the veteran community that contributed to that roundup. All right, as promised, next is the late Adrian Cronauer of Good Morning Vietnam fame interviewing the legendary comedian, producer, filmmaker, and World War II veteran, Mel Brooks. It's an interview that was conducted in 2014 for a product that was never released. And this interview ended up on the cutting room floor. Until now. So, without further ado, I bring to you two legends Adrian Cronauer and Mel Brooks. Enjoy. My name is Adrian Cronauer. We're talking today with Melvin Kaminsky. Only you know him better as an American film director, screenwriter, composer, lyricist, comedian, actor, and producer. And busboy. Don't, and I, that too, yes. I was yes. a busboy in the mountains. <laughs> I carried a lot of sour cream around. Again. You know him today as Mel Brooks, in case you didn't recognize the voice. That's Mel Brooks. Mel, you attended uh, the Virginia Military Institute, VMI. Well, yeah, kind of. I had a choice. I was like 17 and a half, and there was a test called the Army Specialized Training Reserve Program where uh, sometime at 17, if you passed the test, you could go to a college or university, uh, army auspices, they'd pay for it. And at 18, <clears throat> you'd, you'd be taken into the, uh, you know, you, were, you had to enlist, you'd be enlisted into the regular army. And I thought, well, I'm going to be drafted anyway. So uh, actually, I could have gotten out of it. I don't know, but there was the Sullivan boys that were all together on that ship, and, you know, that was terrible. So I think there was kind of a law. And I was the fourth boy to be inducted in the service. So there was my three older brothers were already in the military, one in the Signal Corps, one was in the 
in the Army Air Corps, and the other one, I, yeah, he was he was in some kind of intelligence. But we were all in the Army. I, I think I could have gotten out of it, but I was a kid, and I loved it, you know, and I thought one day I might be a PFC and have a stripe on my arm, and it was thrilling, you know. Well, you got to be a corporal, didn't I you? I did. I finally, <laughs> after being in close to two years, they made me a corporal, you know. Mel, I have I have a question. What are the two things that you hate most in the world? I would say combat and engineering. And what did you become? A combat engineer. <laughs> 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 yeah, I ended up being a combat engineer with the 1104th Engineer Combat Battalion. We were attached to an army group called the 23rd Corps and sent to various regiments like the 78th. I was only in combat for three and a half, four months. Well, that's enough. That was enough. Enough ducking. And and uh, <laughs> then I was in the Army of Occupation in Germany for close to a year. Luckily, I got there after the Battle of the Bulge. And there I got through the Hurtgen Forest and Bastogne and I saw the remnants of the battle, but I was luckily not in the 106th Regiment. You had uh, a lot of time defusing landmines. Is that right? Oh, I did. I did. You know, we were at various places, and I was. Uh, they left a lot of landmines. The Germans did. There was a thing called a teller mine. They could blow up a tank. So you can imagine what it would do to a little Jew from Brooklyn. So I was very careful with my bayonet. Actually, when I got to, to hearing the metal tap at the from the point of the bayonet, I would call more of an expert in our group over, and he would, with a whisk broom, get rid of the dirt on top of it and look for the fuse and and defuse it and... Uh, it was it was scary, you know, scary stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was I was a, a radio operator in a command car. It was very funny because you're supposed to say give coordinates in in kind of army code, you know. You'd say uh, Roger Oboe Peter, you know, and then across 48, 20, you know, the, you'd give the cross so that the artillery. I was kind of a forward observer. The coordinates, yeah. Coordinates, and and they'd say what? Well, what number? You know. Would you, did you say oboe? Did you say... Did, would, <laughs> and I'd say, can you see the, the church at the top of the hill? Can you see the yellow building next to it? They're in that yellow building. Shoot the yellow building. <laughs> you know, that, was, that was the end of all the smart codes and the, you know, at first... Because I went over as a, in the field artillery, and then they needed combat engineers, you know, for building bridges and uh, Bailey bridges and stuff and, and defusing mines and whatever. You know, they shifted me from the uh, field artillery to the combat engineers. And I was ducking all the time because they had, the Germans had a, a field artillery piece called the 88, very accurate, like uh, four seconds or four minutes after I'd, I'd do my broadcast and we'd, I'd say, get out of there. And we'd, you know, the driver would hit the accelerator and we'd fly up the road. You heard bang, 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 bang. And that 88 straddled that road. And, you know, they, they could have nailed us if we had just dawdled, you know, if we didn't get out of there. They were good. Adrian, Adrian, were you ever, when you were in uh, Korea or Vietnam, when you were there, I mean, was the enemy, did you ever get bombed? Did you ever get, you know, shelled? Did you ever get anything, you know? Yeah. Um, we had one of the best equipped 
and the most modern radio stations that I've ever worked at because every couple of years, the Viet Cong would blow it up and they'd have to bring in all brand new equipment. But, <laughs> That's funny. But we did. We did uh, That's scary and funny. Yeah, yeah. we did have uh, people. Uh, and, and on the turntable, there on the side of the turntable was a leather holster with a forty-five automatic in it. And wow. over in the newsroom, there was another one hanging on the side of the teletype. And we had instructions to use it if it was necessary. Wow, wow. Mel, thank you so much for being with us today. Adrian, thank you for hosting, you know, this program and 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 doing so much for, for vets. We we were very happy to have you on the show. A pleasure. My grandfather served in World War II. Spending time with him were the best memories of my life. I became a physician at VA because of my grandfather, so I can help others like him. I can't imagine working with better doctors or a more dedicated staff. I'm fulfilling my life's mission with the help of my team and thanks to these veterans. I'm proud to be a doctor at VA and proud to honor my grandfather every day. Search VA Careers to find out more. That's it for this bonus episode. A big thank you goes out to Jeanette Mendy for finding this interview, picking it up, picking it up, and dusting it off. So finally, Born the Battle can release it to the masses. News releases will return on our normal Wednesday episode. Also, and thank you if you rated and reviewed this podcast. Again, you allowed me to help craft this show based on your feedback. And you help us climb up those algorithms, which has helped more people discover this show. We've gone up 500% in listenership in five months. You've allowed more veterans, VA employees, and civilians to hear these amazing stories and take advantage of all of our benefit breakdowns. So thank you. And as always, follow us on social media. We got plenty of more content on all the channels. Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, RallyPoint, Twitter, DEPT Vet Affairs, U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. No matter the social media, you can always find us with that blue check mark. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you right here on Wednesday. Take care. <laughs>